0: Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. We're going to wrap up the show by talking Formula One. Four races in, two wins each for Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc ahead of the Miami Grand Prix. And our Formula One analyst Edwin Naidu joins us on the line. Edwin, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us.
1: Chat with you again.
0: Great. Has it lived up the start to the season? Has it lived up to expectations or your expectations, whatever they were?
1: Well, you know, I, I didn't really have great expectations. I, I thought, you know, I had, if I did have any, it would be that Mercedes would be acing everybody again. So that's been the big shock so far, you know, the poor performance of the Mercedes car. And uh, I think I expected Hamilton to be, uh, I mean, to, to be up there. I expected uh, Max to be challenging. But Ferrari have been definitely the sensation of the season.
0: Okay, maybe let's start there. Then, what's happening with Lewis? or oh, Lewis's car or Lewis and his car?
1: They they call it uh, purposing, the bouncing up and down. But you know, Ferrari also has the bouncing, but they I think they've worked on their package a lot better. I think also, you know, if you look at uh, the Red Bull when they had uh, three did not finishes in the, the season, you. you Remember last year, it was the Titanic battle between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes and Red Bull. So I think while all that was happening, Ferrari stole a march and actually worked on their car and so that they were ready for the season, whereas Mercedes and Red Bull were starting on the back foot. And I think, you know, when, when they unveiled the car, Mercedes, you know, everyone thought they had something really revolutionary with the side pods and the car looking really spacey. It's just sad, though, that the performance didn't match the look.
0: So then how is George Russell outperforming Lewis Hamilton in the same car?
1: I think he's able to extract better from the car. I think, you know, they say different drivers adapt to cars differently. Uh, You know, people will start saying that Lewis Lewis is an inferior driver to Russell based on what they're seeing. But yeah, you've got a seven-time world champion the car is not suited to what he's been used to driving and you know my argument for many years is that Lewis can drive when the car works perfectly when he when he's at the front of the field he'll struggle in in a mid-table car as I think he did once when he was with McLaren the year before Mm -hmm. after he won the title where you know the car really wasn't to his satisfaction and he struggled a bit so there there's only a few drivers on the F1 circuit, I think. You know, I remember Michael Schumacher almost winning titles with Ferrari in the four years that, uh, every year for four years before he eventually won it, even though the Ferrari was such an inferior car, you know, unreliable, breaking down, but he managed to ex- extract something out of it. So, you know, Rathwaard also is new. He struggled a lot with the Williams last year. I, I think he, he's eager to prove himself. I don't think he's eager to show up to Hamilton because there's a good sort of you know mm. bond between them. You know, he wants to learn from the master, so to speak. And I just think that, you know, the, this car is not performing to the satisfaction of Hamilton and you, you're seeing him struggle to get to grips with it. And it's also, you know, you've seen glimpses that the car does have the speed, but there's something lacking in the package that gives it that overall oomph that it had last year.
0: Okay, let's talk about Ferrari now. A lot of people after testing uh, were surprised by how fast they were and they've maintained that. Can they maintain it though? Or have they started to implode after what happened at Imola?
1: You know, I hate to think that it's an implosion ahead. You know, we saw the same thing when Fer- when Vettel was at Ferrari and they were very close and almost leading, they were leading the championships at one stage, I think, four or five years ago and suddenly everything went pear-shaped towards the end. At least things are going fair shaped you know, at the beginning, we, you know, in the fourth race only where you saw that uh, Leclerc had these problems. And uh, I think, you know, it's early days. They can pick it up. They still got the lead of the manufacturers mm-hmm. and the drivers' championship. Miss- so the momentum is with Ferrari. I think, so. you know, given that uh, uh, Max Verstappen and Red Bull are the champions, defending champions in terms of the drivers, they will come back strong and they proved over the last weekend that they're there to, you know, take the fight to Ferrari. And I think what I'm enjoying, though, is that clean fight where there's no sort of animosity between mm-hmm. the two, because, you know, where do you see an F1 uh, after First Up and got out of the previous race, you know, when he, he, he <laughs> it was a DNF, losing mm-hmm. 25 points, he still goes and hugs track. So there's something special happening, and, I think the titanic overtaking between the two is going to be, you know, livening up a se- the season, and maybe we say thanks to last year's rivalry. We've seen a continuation this year.
0: I see people questioning now whether Leclerc is actually a good driver, even with two wins, or whether it's the car after what happened at the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix. Does that surprise you? I think
1: it's you know you can't criticize after one you know one bad race and. He he admitted he was being greedy by going for the extra point, you know, mm. for the fastest lap. And you, if you saw how he was pushing uh, Perez before he lost control of the car, he, you know, he was like really full on the limit going for it. And it's a long season. I think one bad race does not, uh, you know, put a damper on your whole season. And, you know, Leclerc actually started off so well, you know, he, he, had he finished third, his lead would have been like by being something like 45 points over Verstappen. So it's down to 27 points. It still means, you know, Verstappen has to not finish in one more race. Or, you know, if he does not finish one more race, he's out of it. So I think he's still, you know, calling the shots. is there. If they keep calm, they can actually stay ahead of the of the pack right now because in Saints... Even though it's been unlucky, you know, Carlos Sainz crashed on the first lap. I think they've got two drivers that are solid, and you, you know, Ferrari may have learned from the past, and it's just picking up the pieces and saying, "Hey, we are in pole position. Let's not lose it again." And yeah, let's not be greedy if, if one has to put it that way.
0: Okay, looking forward to another thrilling season then of Formula One. Thanks, Edwin. We're going to catch up with you as we go along this season yes okay so you expect mercedes to bounce back and he says uh, he wants the ferrari should be can maintain it so it could be between verstappen and leclerc ferrari and red bull but Lewis will come back surely sometime or another but how far can how far up can you go that's the question now let's leave it there edwin naidu always a pleasure talking to you of course the brother of the late morgan naidu keeping his legacy alive which is good to see and to hear that's where we'll leave it for now it is eight o'clock i've been gone for so long who comes up next on a tuesday at eight o'clock is it song Ezo? is it Koketo? Oh, it's Songhez. Oh, yes, of course. It's Songhez. He's probably still in his car listening to our show, and then he's going to walk up during the news. He's a very loyal listener of SAFM Spot On. Oh, he's in Cape Town. He's probably still in his car anyway in Cape Town. Okay, that's where we leave it. We really have to go to news. I'll be back, though. I am back on the show for the rest of the week.